just the calendar switching over a year, right? It's just, I mean, literally you went a little bit further around the sun than you did the day before. Uh, congratulations. None of us had anything to do with that, but it happened. Uh, but I love that there is both like the continued faithfulness that takes place, but then also fresh starts, fresh chances. It's a, a time of year where we regularly look back and say, all right, how was the last, the last period of time? And then who do I want to be looking forward? Like it's a natural place where we're able to do that. And so not just Christians, but literally most people around the world start asking those questions when they look back to look forward. And it's also a chance just to uh, clarify maybe a little bit. People are asking questions. And so we get a chance just again to solidify why do we do the things we do? And so I'm going to give, uh, just at the beginning, we're going to have two little short teaching times. Uh, at the beginning of each one, I, I want to communicate a little bit about why and how we do what we do. Uh, then let you have a chance just to chop it up with each other real quick. But the question of why do we gather, I want us to think through this because why we gather here or we gather in homes, we have people that are gathering in homes right now, we have people that are gathering online, we have people that are coming together around the gospel, around this part of God's family called Missio Dei Mesa. But why do we do this every single week? It's not because, it's not because we have nothing better to do, it's not because it's just tradition and that's what you have to do and you ought to do and so we do it. Or at least I hope that's not why you do it. But the reason that we as a leadership for Missio de Mesa want to continually gather together, uh, there's at least three reasons and I'm just going to walk through them. The first one is that we want to experience God's presence. And so yes, God's presence is out in the desert. It's out in the mountains. It's uh, in your bedroom. It's underneath your sheets. It's while you're taking a nap. Like God's presence fills the earth. Yes, it does. But there's also something special that happens when we, as God's people, gather with others who say, this is my family, this is my God, I am free to worship him. I gather around a table and there's a thin space with the bread and the juice. And we remember all that Christ has done and for an hour and a half out of our busy week, we're able to sit and soak in the true story in a way that we're often not able to do through the rest of the week. And so we pray every single week before you come in and ask that God would make his presence known. Uh, we don't ask his presence to show up because we believe it's already here, but we do ask that he would make it known. And that's something we lean into and ask for. Uh, the second reason that we gather together is we want to encourage each other with the gospel. And so, yes, from the front and hopefully what is communicated from the stage as people pray and play music and teach is always the good news of Jesus. It's never just good advice. But then even if you look at the background picture as you're talking to each other, part of the reason we gather is so that you're able to speak and encourage good news to one another. Like, we want you, as you sit there, part of the reason that we have you gathered in one space is so that Jay can talk to Brittany and encourage her with the good news. Or so that Gabriel can talk to Joaquin and tell him good news in a way that's a little bit different than normal. Each other. We want to encourage each other. The conversations that happen back and forth and from the stage are meant to encourage each other, not just give advice, here's how you might want to live if you want to live your best life now, but here's the good news of Jesus and how it shapes all of life. And then the third reason that we gather together is to equip the Missio Mesa family to faithfully take up our role in God's story or God's mission. Uh, we believe that God is on a mission. He has been from creation all the way through to new creation. And then that mission in this act of the story has a church. It's not so much just that the church has a mission and so we need you to go do something, but God's mission has a church. And we want to be equipped to faithfully 
play our role in that story. And the implications of that are so diverse. They're so diverse. And so we can't cover it every single week, all the implications. But hopefully what we communicate every week does equip you to more faithfully be whatever it is that God has called you out to be in the world most of the week. This 90 minutes is a great little window for us, but it is not the totality of your life. Most of your life is lived in a different home, hopefully. I don't think any of you sleep here. One time I almost locked somebody in here and he almost slept here. Uh, That's a different story for a different day, but you can hear it afterwards. Um, And so, but that's a different story. But we'll You guys live in different areas. You work different jobs. You play in different spaces. You hang out with different friends. Hopefully this isn't the total amount of your friends, but there's other friends that have yet to know Jesus. And so we want to equip you to faithfully take up your role in God's story, to have you equip each other and pray over each other so that you're able to do that. So those three things, one, experiencing God's presence, uh, two, encouraging each other with the gospel, and then three, being equipped to faithfully take up your role in God's story. I'm going to let you turn towards each other one more time, and then we're going to open up to John 15. But just ask this question. Out of those three, is one of those more compelling or more exciting than the others to you in this season? Uh, You don't have to be super stoked about all of them all the time, or maybe one of them resonates a little bit differently. Maybe you're in a season where you're like, man, I just want to be equipped, or man, I just need to step back and I want to experience God. Or I just, I'm in a place where I just need to speak good news. I, I want to speak good news to friends. Whatever that is, uh, turn towards a few people around you and just answer that. One of those three things, do they stand out to you more than the other? And then I'll pull us back in just two minutes. So turn towards each other and go ahead and answer that. Uh, hopefully for you, even as you look at those things, you're like, man, some of them overlap. Like, like I get encouraged as I'm experiencing God's presence. And then out of that, I'm compelled to go act. Hopefully they're not isolated events, but they really do overlap. But each of those are different windows that hopefully we come into this gathering for. Um, and then the next piece that it, that it is for us is that we want to do that together in Mesa. So we could do that uh, any other place, right? We can experience God. We can encourage others in the gospel. We can be equipped to take up our role in God's story. Uh, but we want to do that. We've chosen to do that as a church, Missio de Mesa, here in Mesa together. And that leads into why we even live stream. And so that might seem a little bit different because if you would have told me this time last year, like to catch this, right, just a year ago, if I would have been starting off January in, two, what was it, 2020, with my 2020 vision, right, because everybody had 2020 vision, I tried so hard not to do that, like catch 2020 vision, but then it just rolled off the tongue, doesn't it? But then everybody had their 2020 vision, and then uh, March hit, right, and it all got like, kick to the curb and it didn't matter what you were doing. But if you would have told me, if I would have stood up here in January of 2020 and said, hey, here's our vision that we're going to gather locally and then also live stream. How many of you might have thrown something at me? Be honest. Okay, yeah, go ahead. You can be honest. Yeah, that's right. Those that were around, they're like, totally would have thrown something. It would have been hard. Like, you would have been ducking. Because it wasn't something in our frame of reference to say, how could that be helpful for us as a church? We want to gather together. Why would we put that out over the internet when people could just come in and drive in? And what we've found is that uh, this year we're doing that. And so we're, we're working towards, though, getting that digital space for people to gather. That's why we migrated towards Zoom to allow people to engage there. But we're doing it so that people who aren't able to gather here physically because of health reasons or travel reasons are still able to live life together as a family. And we want them to do the same things, be encouraging each other in the gospel. That's why we had to make an avenue for them to talk to each other. 
Uh, we want them to be communicating good news to each other, to experience God's presence as they're praying each over digitally. Uh, something ridiculous that happened when we were having the online church thing at the beginning, when we were figuring out everything just at the beginning of COVID. Like, do you guys remember in several of those calls, people joined in and literally started following Jesus as we were doing online church, which is bonkers. Like, like that was just a little bit of Jesus saying, hey, I know there's a pandemic, but trust me, I got this, and I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And at least for me, just facilitating those online gatherings, like, oh, this is a real friend who actually just met Jesus, who I can connect to another local church in their part in Florida, and one was in France, and was able to connect them to local churches in those areas where they're being discipled up and raised up in the maturity of Jesus because of something we were able to do technologically. That's pretty crazy. And so we're going to continue doing that. So if you're in a place where you're like, man, I can't come next week, we're always going to continue, at least during this season of COVID, to have that as an option. The last option, just for you to know as you gather, and this is the last piece, is that we also have home church liturgies. Every single Sunday, we're putting these up on the website. And what this is, is if you or your missional community or your family say, hey, the digital thing's not really for me, and I fully get that. We just want to get together with a few families. We, we've got a smaller circle that's getting together. Or... You want to continue to soak in the stuff we talk about on Sunday throughout the week. We've got an online liturgy that you can work through from creation to new creation every single week. Time in the same text that we're talking through. Some questions to ask to reflect. So if you can't gather here or you have other friends that want to get exposed to Jesus, but they're not going to come into a space with a bunch of new people in this season of life, feel free to go and gather with them in your home and process these same things. Our hope is that all of you feel equipped to be able to do that sort of thing. And again, in your home, to be experiencing Jesus, encouraging each other with good news, and then also equipped to faithfully take up your role in God's story. And so those are three different ways that we want to continue to enable and empower and release you to do the work that God's invited you to do in this season. We want to do it together. Those are three different lanes on the same street of Missio Mesa. Go in that direction.